today on Bell and the Birdman, the return of Minshew Mania. Also, people giving up on the playoffs. And the MLB is a good idea. It's all coming from the Last Out Media Studios. But first, Taylor and the music! Hello, everybody. It is Bell and the Birdman. I am so happy that you are joining us once again on a, well, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever you're listening to this. I'm John Barchett, along with uh, Taylor behind the glass, as always. Vince Quinn is here. What's up, Vince? How are you, sir? John, I'm pissed off. Oh, well. John, I'm pissed off. I'm, I've, I've been waiting. I've actually been dying to do this since the postgame show because oh, right? it has been nothing but agony and annoyance and misery. Uh, thank you, Twitter, for all of this, by the way, <laughs> because the amount of people that have dedicated time, John, yes. to, oh, my God, Devontae Smith was open. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see? Did you see, John? I also did heard you see? Jalen Rager dropped a ball. Is that true, too? Oh, he did. Okay. No, he did. He, he did drop a pass, believe it or not. Okay, uh, But... Everybody constantly obsessing over Devontae Smith being open is like the dumbest microanalysis bullshit that you can possibly find with this stuff. We go through the entire game, every game, every season, and we never say a word about this stuff. But then suddenly we pick one play. Out of the yeah. whole year that we're going to microanalyze, was this guy open? Was he not? Should he have gotten the ball? He could have got it to him here. He could have got it to him there. That happens all the time on all of these plays. There's that happened five guys. the entire game. To the, Dallas Goddard, too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Are we going to do this for every play that a quarterback ever does? And we're doing it on a play where you're down six and he throws the ball to the one-yard line. What are you mad about? What yeah. are you analyzing with this throw? Oh, well, if you threw it to Smith, Smith would have caught. You don't like Jalen Rager. That's fine. Maybe it's a bad pass to Devontae Smith. Maybe he falls on his face. Maybe it gets defended. I, who knows? Maybe he does catch it. But this obsess so much the, the amount of agony that people are bringing on themselves because of that one stupid element of a play that was a fine play, totally fine football play, <laughs> and in particular, a totally fine pass by Jalen Hurts is just completely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I agree. I agree on the over-analyst part, yes. But Devontae Smith was open. I'm sorry, Shane Steichen. He was open. Everybody telling me that it would have been an amazing and a, such a hard throw to make. No, no, it wouldn't have. The safety came down. And then that's when you pop it into the end zone where he's screaming oh, and there's the no end one zone? behind him. Yeah. To but, the end zone where, where the, the ball touch, was? Yeah. Yeah. Where the, yeah like it's, it's right there. He had, he had, could have just flung it. He had all the time in the world to just set him up with an anticipatory throw. Okay. So. Was Rager but, open? But. That's not that. Uh, yes, he was. Okay. Does Rager catch a football? He's supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Well, he didn't. So. Okay, he didn't. But it was a good throw. Like <laughs> yeah. we didn't blame Wentz for the JJ Ortega Whiteside drop. Oh no, I I you know? said on the post game I don't blame Hertz in that last. No, he like, made the right. De- he made a right decision ish. And that's the thing. <laughs> it's like it's not. It's not a bad decision if he's forcing it. Like uh, talking about Russell Wilson, which, by the way, happy birthday, Russ. Uh, so <laughs> is it his birthday? Yesterday was his birthday. I feel like you've said happy birthday to him like a million times. I, I just knew it was coming up. It's the 29th. Right. and Russell Wilson is now 33. So you're welcome. Uh, we will have a party for him here in Philadelphia when he's our quarterback next year. <laughs> but he threw threw a ball last night 
two-point conversion, force the ball into double coverage. It's a really hard play to make. The ball gets dropped. If you want to second-guess that, you kind of sort of can, like, fine. But to throw a wide-open pass, basically, (laughs) at the end zone in a six-point game, I I can't be mad at him when he's not throwing it 15 yards closer to the line of scrimmage. We're all concentrated on the wrong thing anyway because you shouldn't be worried about the last play of the game. Great. Jalen Hurts maybe probably would have won a football game. What about the other 3.75 quarters before that? Yeah. The three interceptions, the same thing that continues to follow this team. And honestly, I think we can say the quarterback as well. The red zone offense has sucked, has always sucked, continues to suck, and is the most inconsistent part of this offense. And therefore, that's why, here's my big take after a Tuesday, because I'm still fired up too, that's why it's easier than ever that when I hear, and I, and what do you think about this too? Did, okay. you, did you think that it was an oopsies that they let out that Jalen Hurts had an ankle injury? He's like, oops, yes, I guess I do have that. I do. I have to report it now. I <laughs> feel like they were trying to keep that quiet till Tuesday's practice report or Wednesday's practice report. And that's why you have to start Garner Minshew this week. Your red zone offense has been terrible all year, not just last game, yeah. all year, all year. Secondly, your starting quarterback's injured. You have a bye after one of the easiest teams to play in the league, the easiest team to play in the league, I think. You don't know what you're missing out on with your passing game, but you know that like that stuff keeps happening. Yes, wide receivers are bad. Yeah, probably Nick Sirianni's a little bit bad, and we know Jalen Hurts has been struggling mightily. Sit him down, have him heal his ankle, get him ready for the last few games of the season. Yeah. He rests for two weeks. You see what Garner Minshew can do. It's a soft benching. You know that Jalen's going to have immediately the next game starting and the rest of the season. But you have to know, and we've discussed this, you have to know what you're missing out or not missing out on in the passing offense right now. And the Jets are a perfect way to do that. And man, does everybody hate that idea? I can feel it. I hate it. I, why I do hate you, it. Why do you hate it? I hate it this because is one it's, game. It's the it's worst one game, but it's the worst timing for that. Why? Game. There, there was because it, you're getting the hurts at the worst performance he's had as a starter. It's a super upsetting loss. And when you lose a game like that, and then you go, all right, here's the backup quarterback. Wrong signals are going to be sent, rightly or wrongly. Wrong signals are going to be sent. And also, if Minshew plays well and he beats the Jets, which, I mean, come on. He's going to beat the Jets yeah, because which, which Hurts would have beat the Jets. Yes, but but it'd be Minshew that does it. So people are going to lock on to that. And you have to then go through a bye week with everybody obsessing about Gardner Minshew and talking about Gardner Minshew. Well, it's yeah. a bad spot to be in. Why, they're not obsessing about Gardner Minshew after People, the Jets. If, uh, why not? If they're obsessing about Gardner Minshew after the Jets, then Jalen Hurts really isn't that good. That's my point. Like If they're obsessing just about it, well, that too. Yes, of course. And if you're trying to avoid a quarterback controversy, maybe you shouldn't have tried to trade for Deshaun Watson this offseason. And maybe you shouldn't be in the rumors where Vince Quinn wants to be Russell Wilson up yep. all the time. Oh, yeah. It's already here. And if you believe that Garner Minshew is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, that's what's actually scaring you. Because you want to know why I'm right and want to know why you're wrong right now? You said the same thing when Jalen Hurts was drafted and you thought that it would affect Carson Wentz because he wouldn't be good enough for whatever it is. And now we know that's not true either because he's not better than Carson Wentz either. He's not. 
He is not. No, and not right now. If you think he's the guy that he is, then Gardner Minshew coming in for one game against the Jets shouldn't affect his psyche, isn't going to make him go, ah, oh, they don't believe in me. He already knows they don't believe in him. His coaches might, sure, but that coach didn't pick that quarterback. He did pick Gardner Minshew. I want to see his offense. You said on the post game you don't know what this offense is yet, even though we no. feel like we've identified it. So let's go find out what the fuck this offense really is with a person who can pass at an NFL level. Not good, not great, not exceptional, an NFL level. Do we agree Gardner Minshew can throw the ball at an NFL level? He is an acceptable short yardage passing quarterback. Yes, no, I'll give you that. And that's going back to the red zone point as well, because I think that's really important. You know why the red zone offense sucks? Because they can't pass. They have right. they have no passing offense to speak of. The whole thing's a mess. I, I talked about this on the post game. They decided to be a West Coast team for the first time all year on Sunday. That's the first time. We saw multiple slants. We saw dump passes that were running back. It was like, holy shit, I haven't seen this in a couple <laughs> of years, it feels like. So, yeah, they have no idea what they're doing in the passing game. I don't know if Minshew fixes any of that. Like, I don't know if he does either. I don't. I don't think he does. So I, I, I'll say this: unless Hertz is in pretty bad shape and the ankle can get worse, I'm starting him. I, I there was a time where I wanted Minshew. There was a time where I wanted to see the science experiment, not knowing what anything is, and Hertz looked the same each week and whatever. I, I wanted that maybe around the Lions game before the Lions game, like in that in that spot. But now Hertz has shown you enough that. I don't need any of the fuss. I don't need any of the yelling about any of this what's stuff. He show, he, wait, wait. What's he shown you to be? You're, you want to trade Russell Wilson for him? What has he you shown you? Russell Wilson? <laughs> yes. And you are, of course. See, you're, you're getting into the same compartment that everybody else is. If one quarterback starts a 17-game season that's different from your starter. Oh, the disrespect. Oh, are you saying that Garner Minshew is a better quarterback? than No. No. Well, we don't know. How do you know? We have no idea. Unless you're actually taking Jacksonville at face value, who can't win shit with Trevor Lawrence right now and Urban Meyer. So I don't know what Gardner Minshew is, honestly, in his third year in the league, where you have a cheaper contract than Jalen Hurts. So if you can show me that you can go win with Gardner Minshew and that's interesting to us, that's what's wrong with that? Well, he, he, okay. <laughs> Somebody it, said he he's he's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fucking awesome, great. He's not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Poor man's or light or whatever. Yeah, if, if he ends up being Lord uh, Light or poor man's Ryan Fitzpatrick as QB two with that attitude. Great. Let's go find out if he can do that. And if you're telling me that Garner Minshew can't beat the Jets, then why did you why did you trade for? Him? No, I think he can beat the Jets. But it, it, but the thing is, when you're thinking about the offense anyway, and just how the whole thing operates. What makes this offense really go is Hurts' legs right now. That is the best thing, the consistent big play thing they have in the offense is Hurts running the football. So if you're going to get rid of that, Minshew's not going to run the same way that Hurts does. Got a bum ankle. They probably run about the same. I, well, and that's <laughs> we'll see. Taylor, look up, look up uh, Minshew's forty time. I would love to see what it is. I, I would be curious. He's quick. I mean, there's times in the pocket where he's done some fun stuff, and that's part of like the Colt. Ish thing yeah, around me. He's nowhere near RB one status in yeah, terms but, of like running ability, and that's yeah. the thing. So is it basically is Gardner Minshew so much better than Hertz as a passer that it makes up for the lack of running ability that he can give you to match up with? Probably Hertz? at this point, at this point in time, yes, because there's a lot better passers than Jalen Hurts right now. There are. It's there the, are, but he's so, such a good runner. So I just I like. Do I think Minshew is that good? Probably not. 
Do I Nor want do him I, to start? Not really. Like again, it's just if Hertz is how 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 unhealthy does Hertz have to be for you to want to start Minshew? If it slows him down significantly, where he's not as effective in the run game, and it could further injure that before the bye week, like there's yeah. just be precautious, protect your investment. With if that, that if that that's all I'm saying, okay, you but, have you have a guy that you this team heavily relies on, and if you who we'll we'll talk about in a second think you're still going to get in the playoffs here, then keep him healthy. That's why. This is a perfect two QB system right here. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Do we or don't we against one of the worst teams in the league? If Gardner Minshew got here and say, all I want you to do is prepare for the Jets because I want Jalen Hurts to be able to have the possibility of having two bye weeks back to back in there. And Taylor, how how fast does Gardner Minshew run right now? Uh, his draft Supposedly. combine, he was a 4.9. Four nine, so like, mm. yeah, it's it, it ain't that fast. <laughs> okay, it's not that fa- fast. But they, Shane Steichen said he's not going to change the offense no matter who's at quarterback. It's still going to go the same way. You're going right. to run RPO. You're going to do all that. And if that's the case, then I would say Gardner Minshew's relative. I think he's pretty accurate in terms of that short passing game. He's yeah. got a, a decent, accurate arm. He doesn't mind throwing down the field. Kind of fits into what they were doing. You know, like so, I would have, I would have had Gardner Minshew study the Jets, be ready here to go, and that's all I think this is. And people get so crazy that this is gonna, oh, he's gonna take over the team, and everybody's gonna want him. And if they do, what's the problem? If there's a better quarterback underneath there that can run the offense better, what's the problem in a town where Nick Foles won a Super Bowl? What's the problem? Why Foles does everyone? Yeah, like just stop anchoring down on. We don't know who should be quarterback yet. And every time that you start to question and be like, well, let's see where this is at. Or let's see where the offense is without the legs that you're arguing for right now. If you want this, if you want me to believe that this team is in a playoff playoff mode, then something's something's got to change. And if Gardner Minshew can get me to the playoffs, which he hasn't been to yet either, still worth getting there no matter who's got quarterback. That's my point. See, yeah, I, I would only do this out of an abundance of caution for Hertz because I believe the Eagles are a playoff team and you do need him to be a healthy runner if they're going to make it. Like, that, that is just plain and simple. But for me, I'm out of what we were in before, the state we were in a couple of weeks ago of, ah, oh, the science experiment and seeing Minshew, I'm out of that. I don't need to see him. If he gets in, that's okay because Hertz is, is hurt and yeah. you, you want a decent backup. But I don't, I'm not antsy to play Minshew even a little bit. Um, well, that's that's uh, ridiculous. And uh, if you agree, disagree, two one five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three. I I think it's more than acceptable to want to see him, especially against like the 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 week that you have in front of you. And hopefully, um, I don't know, Vince Quinn. I, you can count me in the the I guess majority of people that don't believe that the Eagles are going to go to the playoffs now. Anyway, Washington's pretty much ruined that for me. God, I have so much to say about that. <laughs> I have I have so much to say about that. Okay, okay? but All first, right. but first, I'm going to cool down, John. Please with do a nice, refreshing sip of liquid death. And you should because you know what Carrie told me this morning. She goes, I don't know what it is, but I just love that you bring home liquid death and that it's in the fridge. It just makes me more comfortable. Yep. She didn't realize. The death to plastic campaign that they have going on because it says beautiful 16.9 ounce aluminum can with a flaming skull on it with water from the Alps and it makes you look and feel like you're 100 feet tall and can, you know, I don't know, bench 700 pounds. It's just like it's a badass can and it kills all of the pollution that is trying to, you know, 
invade uh, everyone's soul when you buy a plastic bottle and just kind of, you know, fling it around. It's not it's not good. And she just, you know, the, the can is so amazing and awesome all, all at once that it's just, yeah, it, it's, it makes you feel good. It does good things. They sponsor the show because they love the birds. We love them because of their water. And the best way that you can help us and the podcast, simply just go to bellandthebirdman.com. Well, that's one way to do it for sure. Or liquiddeath.com slash bell. It gets you free shipping on every uh, case of water, which is you get 12 of these bad boys in every case. So free shipping right off the top when you go and do that and uh, get the most delicious, environmentally safe uh, water in a can that you can possibly buy. It is. It's awesome. We appreciate Mike and, and everybody over there at Liquid Death for sure. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, you, you guys are absolutely awesome. Uh, to everyone that's given up on the playoffs, you suck. You suck? <laughs> well, count me in. The, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the uh, I, I suck part. Yeah, so I'll you ring, suck. I'll ring a bell for you, that. You suck right now, and I will ring a bell as well for you. This is... No, wait, I should do it a little slower. This is like the death toll <laughs> for the John Barcher that I thought I knew. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, like we're t- for all the hyping that we've been feeling for this team from the start of this show, period, for all of the excitement of this offensive line and what they can do and where this team could be, and for one loss from the Giants to just completely derail that is ridiculous. They, it's, it's not a it's not a loss against the Giants. Sorry, go, go. It's not uh, just a loss. All right, well, yeah, whatever it is. I mean, for me, it felt like this loss to the Giants. Everybody had such high expectations of hey, they're going to win this game and everything's going to keep on rolling and we're just going to win out. Apparently, that losing to the Giants like this was so catastrophic. People don't think they're going to make the playoffs anymore. Like. Look at the rest of this schedule, okay? If you can't believe that the Eagles are going to get to the playoffs with this schedule, you never believed in this team to begin with. Because <laughs> the, the offensive line, what? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're playing the Jets, Washington, the Giants. If you can't get back on board with this schedule, if you're getting off the train completely with how bad the NFC playoff race is, with the tiebreakers that you have in your pocket right now, if you're not willing to at least say you think they're going to make it, if you really think they're not going to make it with this schedule, I, I'm i shocked. It's not the Giants' loss. It's the Giants' blueprint. Because that's how it easy it is to dismantle. Any decent team can dismantle the Eagles' offense. And that's been proven not just like once in the season, but a lot of times. Not been consistent at all. So if teams continue to do what the Giants did for the second and third quarters of that and something that we are not talking about because we're so concentrated on Jalen Hurts' arm, by the way. Uh, he's been making some of the wrong decisions with RPOs as well. So it's not just in the passing game. It's in the reads in the running game that have not been fluid, and that was part of the reason why I don't think it was it was uh, uh, necessarily that smooth in the first quarter, which we argued about at length. But uh, like, if he's got a bum ankle and the Giants are just going to hit the quarterback which they did, and just whatever Reed is, I'm just going to take you out. That's that that that's going to continue. And if he's got a bum ankle, he's less effective in the running game. He's got to rely on his arm more. That's against a three and seven football team at the time, Vince. Like, yeah. what what are we talking about here? They cannot pass the football. So unless they find a way to start passing the football consistently, which they have not done for. What are we going to? Almost 13 weeks. Yeah. They're not making the playoffs. I don't care who's across from them. The three and seven. I'm going to say this again because I don't think I don't feel like no one's heard it. The three and seven Giants beat this team handily. 
defensively. Defensively, they took care of them like it was nothing. No, they let the Eagles down the field a billion times. The problem How was... How many points did they score? Well, the Eagles turned the ball over and they did it, what, twice in the red zone? Defense gets no credit for that? They get some credit, but is it manhandling when you're getting beat back all the way to the end zone and then you're getting the interception because Hurts is making just god-awful plays? I mean, like, they're... Not the first time. Like, if they... Okay, how about, how about this? A couple weeks from now, they play the Giants again. If they beat the Giants, because I honestly, I think they're going to beat the Giants like 35-13. to 13. I mean, it probably will. Okay, would that change anything for you? No, because you still you haven't seen Washington once yet. Okay, and as much as I want to dismiss Taylor Hineke and this whole, like they're playing okay, <laughs> playing okay, and they're an okay they team. They beat the Bucks. Like they're, they're play, like if no one, no team is safe, no win is safe. They they cannot win more than two football games, Vince. So so show me where. Just winning two games against even the wild card now is going to get them into the playoffs. It's not. That's seven wins. That's okay. seven wins you can bank on. Where is the playoff berth coming? Yeah, it's you're going to beat the Jets this week. All right. One. So that's a win. You're going to beat the Giants next time. You're don't, not going to turn the ball over know. three. You're not going to turn the ball over four times against the Giants. Why not? It, it, Why wouldn't they do the exact same thing? They've been so good with the turnover <laughs> ratio all season long. I mean, it's no turnovers against the Giants. Like they ne- they didn't have any takeaways and they gave up the ball four times. It's not going to happen again. Like they they are so much better. The Giants are a god awful team. Washington is a totally forgettable team. And even if you split with them, you split with them, you're still getting a win there. You're getting a win against the Giants. You're getting a win against the Jets. You have Dallas at the end of the season. They have nothing to play for in this scenario because they're going to have the division locked up. So, yeah, you're in. Well, I don't know. Mike McCarthy's got COVID. I don't know how long that's going to last. And you know, it'll probably help him. <laughs> it'll probably help him in the end. So you're probably right. But uh, I just... I I Taylor and maybe I'm crazy. I just don't see this team making the playoffs based on everything that they've shown us this year. It's not just they lost to the Giants; it's they've lost to everybody. They've lost to everybody that they shouldn't have, and they've they've beaten teams that they shouldn't have either. It's just there's no advantage. They don't have one advantage over anybody. They have the best running game in football right That's now. That's not an advantage. But it's the best running game in football. That's not it. It's five wins. Who cares? When did they start running the ball? I don't know. Uh, Detroit. Okay. Right? So what's the record since? Like three and two? Yeah. Like okay. It's a, running the football is a loser's mentality. Not when you're not a good passing team. Right. It's a loser's mentality. It's not a Super Bowl mentality. It's, it's a, a playoff a, mentality. Oh, Taylor, they making the playoffs? <sighs> so, I mean, you can't. It's not this. a no. That's not, not a yes. no. It's, it's not a t- I'm, Taylor. I'm, I'm looking at the in the hunt of the NFC and the Eagles fit right in, which means they're not making it. So <laughs> Taylor, the teams that hit are, the exit. <laughs> it's the teams that are in the hunt. Yeah. Are the five and six Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Stink. Vikings are better than Eagles. Yeah, they Way probably better. are, but they stink. Okay. Way better. Uh, the sneaky five and six Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Tiebreaker in hand. Tiebreaker in hand. All right. San Francisco's there, so you need the, Seat- the tiebreaker on us. You need Seattle to beat them. The five and six New Orleans Saints. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker on them. Uh, our aforementioned Eagles and the five and seven Carolina Panthers. Tiebreaker. <laughs> they fit right in with those teams. So as long they as... They fit right in. You've got to beat... Minnesota's the main team you worry about now. New yep. Orleans doesn't have anybody. They're a sinking ship. Like, they're they're just a complete disaster right it's, now. It's Minnesota and everybody else. Yeah. 
because San Francisco, you lost the tiebreaker. So that you got to have it outright better than San Francisco. But otherwise, yeah, you got one team to compete with. And uh, how about this? Can you look up what the Viking schedule is Liar, for the rest of the way? That's exactly what it's There doing. we go. See, look Lions at this. on Sunday. Okay. Oh, crap. Steelers on Thursday okay. night, four days after. Okay. Bears away. Uh, Bears in Chicago. Maybe. On a Monday night. Maybe. Or Sunday night. I can't tell. Either way, maybe. Uh, Rams. Good. Packers. Bears okay. to finish the season. Okay. Rams are, by the way. They're spiraling right now. Jared Goff. Currently right now. More effective than uh, Matthew Stafford, <laughs> based on Ben Baldwin's chart from 2018, 19. Like Jared Goff had better output in 17 and 18 than Matt Stafford currently has with this football team. Not great, not great either. But they've, uh, they've fallen off a cliff right now. But assuming they figure things out a little bit, if you got them, Green Bay, they'll probably lose one to Chicago. That's looking pretty good for the Eagles to be I up know, a game man. on the Vikings, getting your head kicked in, and. My only problem is this. It's because of this window that we're in. If Jalen Hurts is going to be here next year, it's vitally important he gets into the playoffs. If he's not, you better not be in the playoffs at all. Why not? Because you need the capital to do something, to whatever you're, whatever you're doing But next. isn't Jalen Hurts' got playoff quarterback capital? Today. I guess. That's capital. I guess. What does it turn into? Not after one year. Not after one full season. I agree. If he's if he's still got two years left on a second round contract, he's the quarterback of a team where his running game has allowed him to get the Eagles to the playoffs because that's been a major part of the offense. And the passing offense is dog shit. I mean, that's the receivers are bad. Sirianni doesn't know what his offensive scheme is or philosophy yet. Yeah. So you can sell that to somebody. What to, every team that would want him already has a version of him. I'm trying to think of who needs quarterbacks right now. They all have a Jalen Hurts type. <laughs> but are they as good? Well, is it Mar- it's very marginally. I'm like if okay, because obviously Russell Wilson has been the biggest one, and there's smoke and fire everywhere for that. So if you're Seattle and you're getting Jalen Hurts plus a pick or two, yeah, Taylor's shaking their head a little bit. Okay, is there's it? one scenario which is but, your but, dream one scenario, scenario, but that's right? okay. Uh, Houston, Deshaun Watson. I I'm, I know it's sure. messy, but I'm just thinking about scenarios. Maybe Green Bay. If, if you're losing Aaron Rodgers, because uh, then you got Jordan. They already have Jordan Love. You might, they might, okay, they might uh, New Orleans, uh, possible. Fits with their salary cap problems. Has great legs. Sean Payton could develop the passing game around him. Maybe possible. So I think Jamie Swinson's a better fit there. Probably, but his ceiling is. You know what he is. He's coming off a torn ACL. Maybe, maybe. Just a thought. Okay, so one they like maybe. The, they like the Taysom Hill experience, but you got uh well Seattle, Houston, and those are, <laughs> they're gonna be on the quarterback carousel this year. Uh also uh Cleveland, who knows what happens. Baker Mayfield oh, wants to the, Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna move on from Baker to that's what I'm saying. Like J- Jalen is not a guy that's a franchise mover. You still gotta take a flyer on him. You would give picks no matter with what. It. You'd give picks with it, I mean, and that's if, the value of three first rounders. If it's well then I'm gonna and this is this is gonna be ridiculous, you know, all around. So my goal is then Jalen Hurts has to stay on this football team, and I don't want to make him more valuable. I want to sit him down at some point when they're out of the playoff run and make sure that that pick gets there because he needs – you can't work on stuff from week to week. You can't. Once the season starts, this whole shit about, ah, let's work on your footwork and, like, let's make you a better passer. at the No. 
Yeah. He needs to throw like 790,000 balls between now <laughs> and next off season, And that's what he really needs to work on. Then he needs to come back to this again and, you know, keep at it. So I don't know exactly what my point is because <laughs> I forgot where I was going. But two things. They're not making the playoffs. Jalen Hurts is not. Oh, that's right. Jalen Hurts isn't going to increase his value, and I'd rather have him here. Like, uh, and then to keep just building this up and up and up again. Then that's kind of where, where I go like anti-Russ on this thing, too. Just keep building it for the next quarterback, whoever it is. Russell Wilson. Because it's, it's not going to be Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is here long term. I want them to make the playoffs, but I just, you know, throw this team away. Shut it down. Man, shut I, it down. I can't believe that I'm hearing John Bartrand say shut it down. It needs too much work. It needs there's too many things. There's too there's too many variables. And that's not even Jalen Hurts that I'm saying. You uh, Rager which we won't even want to touch cuz we've been so annoyed for the last it's, 48 hours. Yeah, everyone's Your leading wide receiver is Quez Watkins. You have, you know, all well, the all, all this all the same problems here. Yeah, but Smith is not in Smith is taken out of every game plan. Doesn't matter if you it doesn't matter. The defense will Goddard will take him away. As well, like it's just it's what they deal with every single week. No, the passing offense stinks, but I I'm still believing in this team and a playoff team. I'm not giving up on them yet. And if you want to get in on this, two one five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three. I've been talking to a lot of people there on the text line. Also, we have a Discord, and you can find that Discord at bellandthebirdman dot com. Absolutely, you can find our store where to sign up for memberships, all that fun stuff. Uh, and shout out to Nick Aches, who I I feel like it's Lakes with an E. Is that right, Nick? I, I you've been hanging out with us for so long you feel i feel as though we should nail your last name but let's just go ahead and make that 31 and a half for the uh for the season yeah here. that's that's about right nick with a big time uh nine dollar tip and donation which uh goes right into you know uh the microphones into studios into our our uh right to our bell staff to everything that we try and upgrade and just keep nice and fresh for the podcast we really do appreciate the support nick and ben who dropped that $101 Dallas tier membership is just amazing. By the way, do you, do you let us know when you're ready for that Dallas sucks video? Yeah, come on, Ben. We we just assumed it's uh, getting ready for week 18, but let us know who uh, we should be sending that to. And uh, thank you to everyone that has uh, donated and been a part of uh, basically making a, you a, a producer of the, uh, of the program here. So uh, we appreciate that uh, so much. Um, I'm sure Vince doesn't appreciate my takes about playoffs. No, I'm very sad. Or about Gardner Minshew. And like you said, 215-509-5833 is the text line. You can always get through to us there. Uh, any uh, any final things that we're missing before yes. Thursday? Because yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. My oh, my God, dude. This is the greatest thing ever. So the MLB, in a lot of ways, is just a, an absolute disaster. But <laughs> But they've done one thing that they're about to announce that is the greatest thing ever, which yeah. is when it comes to the playoffs. All right. First seed gets a bye, Fine. But after that, every division winner gets to pick their playoff opponent. I love that. Right. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Isn't that like the greatest thing ever? Can you imagine how much the NFL world explodes? The sports world explodes. If you can pick your playoff. Oh, opponent. God, because I know the NBA had floated this out at one point and it sounded like an amazing idea. But the NFL is the perfect sport to do this in. It'd be Especially amazing. Especially with the new wildcard people. Like, you would just be like, no, I want to play the Saints. Yeah, can you imagine that? Just like Tom Brady going, nah, I want to kick the Saints' ass. Yep. <laughs> 
oh my god, all the stuff that goes into it because it's obviously there's so much strategy of hey, we think we match up versus this team and that team and trying to get inside the team's head of why they picked that team. Yeah. You can't lose games to try to dodge anybody necessarily. You know, it's just like all of that setup is so good. And if you pick a team and lose, oh, it's it's, just, it's the best. It'd be the best thing. Ever. It's already locker room material. It's like yeah. Immediately, it's locker room material. Oh, yes. they're picking us, huh? Okay, assholes. Yeah, I I love it. I'm I'm all for it. What do we need to do to get this done? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we just write letters to Roger Goodell. I I don't know. Raj, please. Like that's all you need to do. You just go, Raj, please. And he just knows what it's about because he's just gotten so many letters. And he's like, all right, we're going to finally do this thing. We'll let you keep the bullshit taunting penalties in. Just give us, you know, you can call out. Which would be weird, right? For like the NFL, you can call out a team to play, but if you call anybody out on the field, oh no! Yes, yeah, so that would be yards. It would be pretty contradictory, but that's okay. I love that. Yeah, let's uh, tailor you in. Let's pick. Uh, oh, I'm I'm here for the chaos. Yeah, I'm always here for the chaos. Why doesn't college football do that? That would that would spice up the old BCS system. Why don't you pick? Why doesn't teams one and two pick teams like five and six? Something like that. Like, yeah, well, we'll if, go kick the shit out of you. If then you if you want the, the bubble, ones, go ahead. Notre Dame, come play Alabama and get your ass kicked. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, they've talked about expansion so much, but if you got the one seed and you got to pick who you played out of the other three, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but like here's here's the four teams that lined up five, six, seven, and eight. Pick two. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Why not? Uh, other thing, just just another small yeah. side note, because I think that's so much fun too, is uh if they had the numbering system. Like college football in the NFL, one to thirty-two. Ooh. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, could you imagine? I mean, power ranking the NFL in it, like, because everybody does that. Everybody writes all these articles, right? But if the NFL themselves is going, nope, this five and six teams is better than that one, and it's Dude, better than I mean, that they, one. They, what, what, what would be the Eagles' peak this season? Ooh, twenty-one. Uh, <laughs> oh man, fifteen? Would they have got? They a, were. I think, I, think, 15? I think a fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, it was right now. It'd be somewhere in that range, and then naturally, you know, they're going to be a playoff team, so uh, they would have to be within the top fourteen. At I that would point. say, if this was if this was college rules, they would not be in the top twenty-five. No, I don't think the I put the Eagles in top twenty-five right now. Man, the oh crap! Right now, I think they're not in the top twenty-five. I hate to say that, <laughs> it, it because the AF they're probably like twenty-six, or Nothing if they like are that. twenty-five, they're twenty-five because the AFC is crazy. Every team in the AFC is like six and six. Yeah, it's it's like every single one. Not that good. <laughs> you know, it's just like six and six, and sometimes they, you know, yeah, like well, the like Broncos, the, the Chargers, like, all yeah, that. The Colts, I think, are six and six right yep. now. Like you look at all these teams, you're like, oh, okay, they're, they're like pretty good. Like they're better than a lot of the slop at the bottom of the NFC, you know. But it's they're not even close to the playoff race right now. Any Wentz regret, by the way? Anybody? After this weekend, threw a lot against the Bucks. No, I uh, I walked by the river. I saw some ducks, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Wentz <laughs> isn't here anymore." Yeah, that's nice. A lot of people trying to drum up that Wentz business after no. uh, you know simple forty eight hours of uh, of bad football altogether. But all right, well that's I mean that's good. I have it, a quick it, question. Yeah, is Taylor Heineke the second best quarterback in the NFC East? Ah, uh, yep. Played pretty Today, good the other night. Yep. I'll say he played pretty good on Monday night. I got to give it to him. He's got moments. Uh, when he's hot, he's pretty good. That Bucks game last year. Yeah. No, the Bucks game was like legendary if he won it. Yeah. I mean, he was. He was it was way closer than everybody remembers. Yes. Way, way closer. <laughs> that game. I was dying for him to pull it off in that game, too, <laughs> man. I hate Brady so much. Uh, 
That's really sad, man. Yeah, that sucks. Do you think he's the second best quarterback in the uh, NFC East right now? I kind of have to say yes. Passer. Yeah. He's oh, a yeah. Se- quarterback. Quarterback. Second best passer. I'm <laughs> skating the question. I'm skating the question. Uh, Fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's the second best. I don't know right why now. it's not okay to say Jalen Hurts is a bad passer right now. I just don't want to get on the Heineke right train. Now. I know he's a bad passer. I don't I don't want to get on the Heineke train yet. I just no, don't want to. Eh. He's not. He's it just not icky. Yes, it is icky. It's icky. It, he's went to Old Dominion. Like, come on. Ew. <laughs> he is a great story. And I hope it keeps going for him, honestly. Great, good for him. But he's he's going to be that guy that shouldn't be that good that always hangs around. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right? Gets hot, gets not. All right. Yeah. That's all I got. I, I don't it. think the Eagles are going to make the playoffs. If you think I'm wrong, 215-509-5833. Although I think, You're it's, wrong. I think it's Vince has the uphill battle here. I really do. Based on our poll, right? Yeah. On the, on the poll, it was like 75% said they're not making the playoffs. Come on! People, come on! If they make the playoffs, what's my punishment? Uh, I'm gonna wear the went... I'm gonna wear the giant costume again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or maybe I yeah, like yeah. For an hour, I just have to stare Lo- at you. Yeah, loser has to wear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Done. That was in a that was a kid's small that I was wearing. Yeah, by the and, way, and if you don't know what we're talking about, Vince dressed up on the live stream in like a. Uh, uh, a Zeke like half shirt to make him look like a giant. He was trying to go for like a giant, but yeah, I don't know. He ended up looking like he's trying to, trying to walk into uh, <laughs> one of those police academy two bars or whatever it is. Village people. <laughs> yeah, it's very like. Yeah, it's in the newsletter, by yeah. the way. So if you haven't seen the newsletter, bellandthebirdmen.com, it's in the newsletter. It's all You can also find the newsletter on our Twitter profile. It's yeah. right there at the top. They have like this big button, basically. It's subscribe here. So yeah, so check out the newsletter. There's a lot like, honestly, Matt's been killing it in the newsletter. Yeah. So Matt's been ph- uh, phenomenal. Dubs has been doing all the keys to the game. He's been great with that. Uh, Ashley and Francisco doing the rent check, which they yeah. were talking about. They, they had a great conversation talking about how to make Smith more sustainable offensively so they got into that Sirianni versus Hertz in the scheme and execution all that stuff so that's that's all in the newsletter but again more importantly my belly so uh <laughs> so there's that uh thank you uh, to listening to uh what are we up to episode almost 40 now Woo! how'd that happen uh I have no idea what number it is I'll uh, just take whatever word you say and say yes I think we're at 37 knew it Always knew it all along. I'm not actually sure either but uh 38 38 see we are getting close is there an eagle that's 38 uh, there probably was Ever? at some point. Probably not like Cecil Martin or something. Jeff Mayo, 38? No. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Who knows? Thir- yeah, your famous 38th as well. 215-509-5833. Or again, like Vince said, hit us up in the Discord. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. The five stars on Apple Podcasts and all around do go uh, a long way. And uh, we will see you here Thursday, bright and bushy-tailed, to preview Gardner Minshew taking on the Jets, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye.